Well, hey, welcome back, North Florida Sports Network. Today on the show, we'll react to the games. Florida State's dominating performance over Georgia Tech, the largest outdoor cocktail party, Georgia, Florida. I love saying that, by the way. I don't know why, I just do. Um, FAMU homecoming against Arkansas Pine Bluff. And Miami, in four overtimes, beat somebody while only scoring 14 points in four overtimes. Let that sink in for a second. I mean, really? That's, that's, that's hard to do. So we'll talk to Justin about that. Let's get it started. Happy Halloween Eve. It's scary. Candy is going to be everywhere. I got to stop eating it. So we can pass it out to the kids, man. Hope everybody's doing great. FSU was looking good. They're back in the win column. They're, uh, they won 41-16, to 16, which... The score doesn't indicate how much of a dominating performance that was. But we'll talk to... No, no, we're not going to talk to Jimmy Reno. Nope. No, no! But we'll get a chance to... We'll talk to him tomorrow. And we'll get a fresh take on all FSU reaction. What happened in the game. What was good, what was bad. What can be better as Miami week approaches. Yeah. So, yeah, let's do it. And but FAMU homecoming, that was that was fun. You know, 27 to 6. There's just a whole party going on in, at Bragg. I mean, it's a different event than other homecomings that I've been to. Miami. My, 14 12 four overtimes. We'll talk to Justin here in a little bit. But the largest outdoor cocktail party was played in Jacksonville. And Georgia Bulldogs dedicated that win to legendary coach Vince Dooley. And they looked they looked dominant at, at first, 28-3 it was at half. Florida did, they didn't roll over. They came back, got it to 28-20 at one point. But Georgia was too much, scoring two touchdowns to end the game, 42-20. to 20. FAMU homecoming, the Rattlers came out a little sluggish. And you could probably see Arkansas Pine Bluff was playing some inspired football after firing their coach than the week previous. And we're going to talk to Al about that, too. I really I keep coming back. And then I didn't, I didn't see the Miami Virginia game. I saw the final score, and when I said it was in four overtimes, I'm like, I, I thought it had to be a typo. So I'm going to bring Justin in when we come back, and we're going to see what the hell happened with that.
You're listening to the North Florida Sports Network. All right, welcome back in. Miami time, time to talk Miami football with Justin. Miami on the road in Charlottesville, taking on the Cavaliers. And they got the victory in a four-overtime classic. 14 to 12. <laughs> Justin, yeah, hey. Justin's here with us. What's going on, man? A classic thriller they will talk about for decades. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I didn't I didn't get a chance to see this game. So I was just looking at it and I'm like, four overtimes. The final score was 14 to 12 in four daggum overtimes. Dude, it, it, it may have been the worst football game ever played. <laughs> it, um <laughs> It, it was so bad. I mean, like, dude, you got sleeping problems. Put on that Canes game, dude, it'll knock you out. There you go. No problem. So um, neither team scored a touchdown. No, no. And I, I actually, I had, I had a buddy that uh, I talked to uh, yesterday, and he was like, he was like, dude, it took you guys four overtimes to score a touchdown. I'm like, we never scored a touchdown. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we the, got 14 points right. in the most weird way imaginable. Right. With a bunch of field goals and then a two-point conversion in the in the fourth overtime. Wow. Uh, to wrap up the uh, incompetence and just, like, get everybody the hell off that field. I mean, those kids should be embarrassed. Yeah. I mean, well, it, yeah. It, both, both sides. Teams. I mean, Virginia, that, yeah, Virginia's god-awful, too. Yeah. I mean, they, they – yeah, you – I'm just saying, like, it must, did you did you stay awake the whole game? I did, um, unfortunately. Um, I mean, like, I thought we were going to lose six to yeah. three, and I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> you know, this shit will be over with six and to three, we, like baseball score, man. Yeah, we we were losing. We were about to lose six to three. We got a field goal late in the late in the fourth to tie it, and all right, and unfortunately. Well, Keep people watching the win for- moves Miami to four and four on the season, two and two now in the conference. And, um, well, how did Garcia look? Not good. Yeah. He, he, he I mean, look, everything, it's, the whole offense just looks terrible. Really? Um, I mean, the play calling's bad again. I mean, like, I've actually, people are not just me, but, mm-hmm. you know, other people are, uh, are actually starting to uh, talk about Gaddis needing to be fired, which I've been saying since like the third game of the season. Wow. Man, these guys terrible. Wow. And you know, you, I mean, you, yeah, you hate to see that in your first year though with uh, Cristobal. Yeah. I mean, luckily, I mean, it's not like Cristobal is a, is a play call. And right. Head coach. Right. Yes, that's true. You know? So, I mean, you, you just bring in a, bring just in got a the long team. one. Sometimes you got to cut. Yeah, yeah. This uh, like this reminds me of uh, Cam Cameron, uh, one year as a head coach down for the for the Dolphins years back when we went one in fifteen, and they, and they fired Cam Cameron after one season as a head coach because yeah, it was clear he was inept. We're gonna draft what was it, Ted Ginn and the entire Ted, Ted Ginn, Ginn and family. family. <laughs> his, his mom's family, gonna man. play wait corner. His, <laughs> yeah, wait to see his family on special teams. It's gonna be so exciting. Oh, Cam Cameron, man! Uh, you were able to see the Dolphins win today. That's yeah, that's positive. You got- yeah, and it, it, I, I was telling you earlier, man, it was, it was a lot of fun to watch, man. It Tua, was. Um, Tua looks like he might actually be what we drafted him to be, man. Right. I mean, 
with with the the offensive system McDaniel's running right. and the track team that we right. had at wide receiver. That's true. Um, I mean, even like he threw uh, like two or threw a couple of deep balls today, and uh, and uh, to Hill, and then Hill had to like come back. Yeah. For and they're like, oh, well, you know, two has got to get more arm under that. And then I'm, I'm looking, I'm like, wait a minute, that ball was 45 yards in the air. Right. I, I mean, that's, like, that's just, it. yeah, throw. he, I mean, he's not, he doesn't have the strongest arm, but he's playing efficient. If he can stay healthy, you know, that's, that's the key for, for the Dolphins. Oh, for sure. And, and the defense, uh, the defense played really well in the second half uh, of that game today. Cause I mean, um, Detroit went up, uh, right down the field first three drives yeah. boom 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 yeah. touchdown 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 right and then uh we held them to two field goals for the rest of the game while Tua just lit it up with waddle and hill it was great yeah well my so you got miami university of miami hurricanes winning and the dolphins winning both feel a lot different though don't they oh completely different and what's really funny is the the Canes like you said are four and four, which I, I feel like I'm saying something wrong because four and four sounds like a competent team, mm. and the Dolphins are five and three, and I'm yeah. like super excited about yes. five and three. Yeah, after the three game losing streak, they got now two in a row. Um, so that's that's a good thing for the Dolphins. I think the Jets lost today. So yep, Jets lost today, and uh, and um. If you look at the schedule, the the Dolphins got an, uh, a pretty easy stretch mm. coming up where we play like the Texans and like okay. a couple other shit teams. Yep. So well, I mean, they could go on a run, be sitting at like seven, seven and three, eight and three here in a couple of weeks. That's good stuff, man. All right. Well, uh, you got Miami Hurricanes. You got to look what. So the defense did the defense play well, or was it more of just ineptitude on Virginia's offense? Um, definitely a lot of ineptitude on Virginia's offense. Um, but the D de- I mean, the defense, obviously we didn't give up any big plays. This might be the first game of the season. We didn't give up a 90 per touchdown okay. pass. Okay. So, I mean, but they, they, like, again, it's just, it just looks like a too bad football team. Mm. It's really hard to find anything good. I mean, my boy, my boy, Lou Headley, the punter had, yeah. had some nice puns. There you go, man. <laughs> That's the key. I mean, hey, I'm telling you, hold on. he's our guy. Yeah. Hey, hold, wait, wait. Let's see if we don't get it. I'd like to see my boy get out there. Yeah, down man. Third down. Like, from the neck down, yeah. punting it 60 yards in the air, man. I love it. Yeah. Well, I'm the punter, he probably got the game ball then, hopefully. Well, they probably just gave it to Garcia because he was able to convert right. a two-point conversion. Yes, and that's, you know, after two overtimes, you have to do start it like a two-point conversion contest and – Neither team got it in the third, I imagine, and then the fourth <laughs> happened. And that's yeah, when, it took yeah. it, it took between the two teams. It took till the fourth two point conversion attempt for one of them to convert, and it was the Miami Hurricanes that were actually able to convert one of right. two two point conversion attempts on okay. a busted play scramble. Wow! Yeah, it's wow. not like we even like drew it up and schemed it up and hit them with a Philly special or anything yeah. like that. I mean, right. it was just like nobody's open. Garcia scrambles around and like runs towards the corner of the end zone and gets it in. All right. Well, that's got to fire the troops up coming into the, into Florida state week. Oh, the only thing that keeps Miami in this game is the fact that it's Miami, Florida state Mm -hmm. voodoo shit. 
I think and so. They're they're always competitive somehow, some way. It seems the no matter how bad one team is and how good the other right. team is, it always seems to be a competitive game. I mean, as long as I can remember, minus a couple of outliers. Right. I mean, I think the, even though it was ugly, I mean, I don't know because I didn't watch it. It sounds like it was just hard to do so, but. <laughs> I, I have a feeling yeah, even that Valley Sports Network is pissed off about broadcasting. <laughs> They're like, man, this is not uh, to our standings at the Valley Sports Network. What was the um, uh, other? What was the other? What were the other games on the on the on the lineup? Stony uh, Brook. Actually, Stony Brook. It, it, You're like, we should have sure got Stony, Stony Brook, Brook game. There, man. <laughs> you know, and maybe Amherst and Lloyd. <laughs> yeah, man. Well. uh, it's Florida State week, and um, you want to. Miami's have has a chance to take it, kind of as a loss, maybe, and but you still get the win, and and you hopefully. There, I think the I think there's going to be a big crowd. I think it will be jumping. It's a night game in Miami, so there might be some fans in the stands, and hopefully at, for Miami that gives some juice to the team. Yeah, I mean, they don't really know what it's like to play in front of a home crowd. I mean, we haven't had the crowd show up for a single game at home this year. Understandably, I mean, yeah. we're embarrassing, but but so these kids don't know what a packed house at home feels like. Right. And anybody that's paid attention to the Miami Florida State series mm-hmm. knows that the that this how this game always sells out. Yep. And that Miami does have atmosphere at the stadium yeah. when the fans show up. They do. I mean, like I remember a couple of what was it, a couple of years ago, the first turnover chain season, mm-hmm. um, when we uh, when Miami had that uh, night game against Notre Dame, it was like yes. three in the country, right? And and the uh, the Hard Rock was like jumping, right? Like shaking loud, they were shooting off fire extinguishers in the crowd and just going nuts. Yeah, <laughs> I'd like the 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 work they've done there. It looks it's it's a much better stadium, you know, when it when you get it when but you have to fill it. Yeah, and um, and I've been there before and after, uh, the remodel. I was actually at the block at the rock. I was uh, sitting uh, front row for block at the rock a couple years ago. <laughs> that was brutal. Oh yeah, man. But uh. um, but yeah, the stadium. Uh, since they moved this uh that front area, front row of seats closer to the field. Mm-hmm. Um, it, that stadium gets loud. Okay, like loud, loud. Yeah, they pack it in on you. Well, um, so Miami, they they got Florida State coming up. Do you do you see how does Miami win this game? Uh, well, first, uh, you, we got to see if TVD is coming back. Okay. Um, because like I said, back I to didn't T- see back much. to you want you you want to call him TVD again, just based on that. You're hoping now. Oh. Now where's Tyler? Hey, Tyler could at least score a couple of <laughs> touchdowns. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we we only got two field goals. The right. only reason we got the other two field goals is because they start you in field goal range in overtime. <laughs> so, I mean, it's not like we even earned those ones, right? <laughs> right. It's like here, don't get sacked, and you can make a field goal, and that's pretty much what we did. <laughs> yeah. Well, but so I'll give him T- I'll give him TVD and just to type him up for for the game. So because I know he listens. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure, <laughs> for sure, man. It- um, but all right. Really, what they would just have to let him go. They 
I would almost let him call his own place. There you Kinda go. Gaddis is horrible. Just, just, <laughs> just, just draw it up in the sand, man. Yeah, yeah. Draw it up in the dirt, dude, yeah. and, and just and just feed Mallory and feed Colby Young, and don't even worry about trying to run the ball because I mean that's, <laughs> I mean it might as well be like me leading leading you through the hole out there trying right. to run that with as bad as we've looked running the ball. It's I mean, we might be one of the worst running countries in the country. I I haven't looked at the stats, but okay. I mean, I we're we cannot run the ball. I mean, we got to be averaging something like sixty yards a game or some crap. It seems. Well, I I mean, if you look at Florida State, I think the where where you can maybe move the ball on them is maybe on their defense is the secondary. So, you know, you never know. And with this game, you I I I really think it's a different animal in itself. Like. It's going. It's going to be close. I don't remember. Well, two years ago, you got Miami hung fifty on Mike Norvell, so he's going to be going down there trying to get his first win down there. Um, God, that was a fun one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> oh man. Well, Justin, you know it was good to talk to you. Um, congratulations on the win, and uh, we'll maybe talk to you later this week. All right. Sounds good, man. All right, man. Take care. All right, bye. You're listening to the North Florida Sports Network. All right. Welcome back. It's that time. FAMU Homecoming 2022 was yesterday. And we got our snake bit host, FAMU contributor on the line, Albert Nims. What's going on, bro? What's going on, Fletch? What's going on, world? Yes. You sound tired, man. You all right? Oh, man. I'm still trying to recover from homecoming. <laughs> man, I thought I, I thought I went into cardiac arrest at one point, man. But listen, it was a great weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a very cloudy and windy and cool day. Yeah. Uh, down in Tallahassee, but still, the Rattlers, old and new, came out in droves. It was mm-hmm. sea of orange and green, sold out crowd. Oh, it was it was a beautiful day, and the Rattlers took care of a little business. Mm-hmm. I had my I had my PIC with me, my partner in crime, Fletcher, was there right there yep. with me to experience the whole homecoming mm-hmm. thing, and um, it was a great day for some football too. It was, so. it was. Yep. and uh, you. FAMU with the 27 to 6 win over Arkansas Pine Bluff. You could kind of tell in the beginning of the game that what we talked about last time, that that kind of momentum after firing your head coach. Yeah. You know, because the game was close. It was, they were kind of, it was, it was scoreless for, yeah. for a good yeah. part of the start of it. First quarter, nobody yeah. scored. And then FAMU was able to put up 17 in the second quarter and go up 17 nothing at half. And then that was, kind of they got another touchdown in the third and gave up some late a late score but yeah famu took care of business did it did turn the ball over some right yeah yeah they uh, turned the ball over four times Mm -hmm. um which we need to clean up uh musa had a fumble two interceptions and then there was some type of weird turnover we had uh, a little bit earlier but um you did see pine bluff they came out really scrappy in the first mm-hmm. quarter, um, which I assume they were going to be pretty scrappy being they were 
you know, playing for the old coach that was yeah. just recently fired this week. Right. So um, it was a real scrappy game going into the first quarter. But like I said, the Rattlers woke up mm-hmm. second quarter, uh, got a little life into them, scored those 17 unanswered points. Mm-hmm. And that kind of gave us a little uh, momentum going into the uh, second half. Right. So, um, yeah, and it was beautiful. And then, you know, the March of 100, uh, they did a beautiful job. Uh-huh. Um, seemed like, but it seemed like to me, halftime was extremely long, but it really uh, was. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I, 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 I was like, this is like the Super Bowl halftime, man. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. hey, it's an event. It was, uh, it was special, man. I, I enjoyed it. I had a great time. Um, right. It's really different than some yeah. for, for, from other homecomings I've been to. And uh, yeah. we got, uh, FAMU. Got a hundred yard rusher, AJ Davis, eighteen carries right. for 108 yards on the ground. That's gotta be good to see if you're a Rattler fan. Yeah, that was the first time since last year we had a hundred yard rusher since um since Bishop uh from last year. So it was good to see the Rattlers run the ball a little bit uh more, but um I didn't like to see those, you know, those costly turnovers because mm-hmm. just imagine if didn't have the full turnovers, yeah. um the game would have been a lot more exciting. But yeah. it still um held it down and uh, completed the objective, which is to get a W. So that's a good thing. And then they extend their home winning streak, which is second in FCS football. Wow. So um, that's, that's 14 now, right? Yeah, that's 14. Yep. Another big game from Xavier Smith. Yeah. He continues to excel at the wide receiver position. Yep. So FAMU homecoming 2022 in the books. Yep. Who's family? Yeah, and then so they have they'll have next week. Yeah, next week we got the Southern Jaguars coming yep. in uh, from Baton Rouge, which is a big time rivalry. Mm-hmm. So uh, they just they just came off a loss, mm-hmm. um, real a real big loss uh, yesterday against Jackson State, which college game they was down in Jackson covering that game. So Southern yeah. was probably looking to bounce back right. um, from being on primetime TV and not doing so well. So the Rattlers just need to stay focused uh, on the next game. And um, <clears throat> I hope it's another sold out crowd because we need everybody to support going into these late games to try to make a good playoff push. Yep. Another swack. Yep. A swack game, man. Yeah, it's yep. Another swack, swack game. Yes. Yeah. Cause, uh, cause it looks like Jackson's prime primed up to go to the celebration bowl, but you never know. Cause oh. Jackson still has to play Alcorn, yeah. which has always been a tough, uh, a tough team for them to play. Right. Because the Alcorn is only 45 minutes away from Jackson, so it's okay. a bit of a rivalry. So um, we'll see how things shape out going into these late uh, last few games. And Three games we'll left. See. You got yep, three games left. Florida, Florida A&M, Southern, and then they play Alabama State on the road. Yep, and then we got the Florida Classic against yes, the classic the in Orlando. University. Yep, in Orlando. So, All right, next week's games at 6. It's at Bragg, so if you get out there if you want to see it. Um, Al, man, we'll talk to you again next week. You need to get some sleep, all right, man? All right, man. I appreciate it, man, because I'm still full off the barbecue. Oh, yeah. And all the love. Food was great. Yeah, Yeah, man. It was was such a great great time, family homecoming. And um, you'd go to our uh, Instagram page or, you know, our Twitter page, and you can see some of the videos we made there. Um, yeah, you guys check out the footage. You ain't doing nothing else. So check yeah. out the footage. All right, man. Well, uh, I'll let you go get out of here, man. And we'll talk to you again next time. All right. 
Okay, dude, y'all take it easy. And y'all stay tuned to the North Florida Sports Network. All right. Later, man. All right. All right. Time to get up on out of here. I want to thank Albert. I want to thank Justin. Coming up tomorrow, we're going to talk to Jimmy Reno. Get a full reaction to that FSU performance against Georgia Tech. So you might want to stay stay tuned to that. You know, I, you know, Good Morning America was in Tallahassee for Family Homecoming 2022, along with North Florida Sports Network. Check out the Instagram page. We've got some cool videos there or the Twitter page at the NFLSN. Slow day today. But we got more coming. Website's coming, I promise. We'll talk to you next time. North Florida Sports Network. Okay, Darcy. Yeah.